I'm Cookie Miller and this is Worth the Wait. Join me every week as I explore profound weight loss solutions beyond just diet and exercise because a lifestyle change starts with changing your mind. What's up guys? Welcome back to the Worth the Wait podcast. I am your host Cookie Miller and today's episode is going to be a good one. I am talking about the biggest mistake I made while losing 100 pounds and I think this one's going to be good because it's going to give me an opportunity to kind of go back and tell those of you who are new what my weight loss journey was like, what the story is behind the 100 pound weight loss and more importantly than that it's going to help those of you who are on a weight loss journey to hopefully avoid making this same mistake. I spent a lot of time (laughs) invested really in making this mistake and it's one of those things that I really didn't realize until I'd already gotten there and then I had to reverse the whole thing. So um, if you're new here, again, my name is Cookie. I've lost 100 pounds. Um, I have kept this weight off for about eight years now. I'm a certified personal trainer, a weight loss specialist. I'm working on a new nutrition certification. I've got a YouTube channel and an Instagram that you guys can definitely check out. Um, And speaking of Instagram, please go and follow our Worth the Weight podcast Instagram page. It is at Worth the Weight podcast. That is where you'll hear about all of our new episodes and any upcoming guests that we have and of course if you guys get anything out of this episode please do take a screenshot leave a rating um, you know tag me at cookie miller on instagram or tag the podcast page and we'll definitely be sure to repost all of that so let's go ahead and get into this episode so one of the most common questions that I'm asked is how long did it take to lose the weight, right? People hear 100 pounds and they're like, what? Like, how long did that take? Well, it took about a year to lose 70 pounds. And once I got to that mark, I was like, hmm, kind of comfortable, kind of felt good. Um, and I was like, well, let me just go for the other 30 because, you know, in my mind, being completely honest here, at the time, I really wanted to just have that 100 pound number, right? It's it's shocking. It grabs people's attention. Um, I wanted to see if I could do it. So I went ahead and it took me about six months to lose that remaining amount of weight. So altogether, it took about 18 months basically to lose 100 pounds. Now, the next question that I get along those lines is, well, how did you do it? Well, the, the answer is, is very simple. So it's probably not, <laughs> you know, it's not the, the, the answer with any type of gimmicks or things like that. It's really boring and it's just diet and exercise. You know, that's what I did to lose the weight. But I do want to be more specific about exactly, exactly what I did. Okay, so what I really did is I picked up running. Running was the first thing that I really got into, right? It was free. I could just go to a local park um, and just kind of start with what I could start with. Now, I shouldn't say I started with running. My my goal was to run. Um, but the very first time that I went out there, I just walked. I walked. It's, there's like a three-mile loop. I like walked around the three-mile loop. And then eventually, I would go back and I would start like jogging from one light post to the other light post. Um, and then after that, I got into this app. There's an app called Couch to 5K. And it literally has like intervals of like walking and running and things like that. So I 
started doing Couch to 5K. And I signed up for my first 5K like on the first day of Couch to 5K. <laughs> like I was like, hey, I'm doing this thing. I don't care. I better figure it out. So I found a race that would be close to when I ended the app. Um, and I signed up for it. And what I continued to do is just I kept signing up for races in advance before the next race would even come up. I was signed up for the race after that another 5k and then a 10k and then I started doing Spartan races. So this race thing and this running thing really was the very beginning of my journey. And it was what held my journey together, especially in the beginning stages. Now, a couple of months after I started running I realized uh, maybe I need to get like a gym membership or something so that's what I did I got a gym membership and I started attending these classes called body pump I would see the classes going on and I was like oh no they look like coordinated in sync like I don't know what the heck they're doing but at some point I eventually went in there and tried body pump which was like this weightlifting class to music where each um, track was like a different body part so like track one would be like squats and then you would have a second track that might be shoulders so you would work your full body in this one hour class and I got really into body pump okay now spoiler alert I ended up teaching body pump <laughs> about five years maybe maybe it was five years three to five years I don't know time is starting to escape me but about three to five years after taking my first body pump class I actually became an instructor so that's how much I fell in love with just weightlifting okay now the other thing that I did as far as my weight loss journey is I monitored my food intake so I was monitoring my calories using my fitness pal so I was scanning things and tracking every single thing that I ate now around this time it was like what 2012 2013 2014 that that kind of um, I was gonna say era but <laughs> that time frame and during that time it was very important to or it was a big thing to pay attention to how you were even seasoning your food a lot of people were there was a lot of fear around using anything other like any seasoning that could have possibly had sugar in it and been adding to your calories so I was so afraid of that that I was eating my food like plain like I was eating baked chicken broccoli brown rice you can scroll back on my Instagram to this day and probably find some pictures of that very plain food <laughs> that I was eating. But that's what I was eating because, again, it was just put out there that, hey, you know, these seasonings could have sugar in them. And I was like, oh, shit, like, don't use any seasoning. So I just backed off from that. Eventually, I got into like Mrs. Dash. Um, there's also another uh, one that I can't think of, but they have a really good... Uh, a really good brand of, of seasoning I know fit men cook has like similar kind of seasonings where the sodium is lower less sugar things like that so I started to do that um, but I'll talk more about the diet and stuff on a different episode because this isn't exactly about that um, so let's get back on to the running so at the time I, I realized that what I was doing after I lost maybe about 40 pounds, 30 pounds, I had that aha moment where I was like, 
I think I'm gonna have to keep doing this like something just clicked in me where I was like oh shit like I'm gonna have to do this forever like even if I don't have the weight loss goal I have to keep doing this so at the same time that I was coming to that realization I also started thinking about the fact that I'm gonna get to a year of, of doing this and in getting to that year I started having you know more I started putting more pressure on myself to hit like some kind of round number by the time I got to that year and I can't think about what I wanted that number to be but what that number ended up being was 70 pounds right so but with me wanting to get to that year I started running more right I wanted to get to that year goal number let's say it was the 70 pounds right so I'm like how am I going to get there so I started running more I started going to the gym more I started working out more like I just started doing everything more except for eating <laughs> right eating I started eating less um, and I was I started being very very strict on what I was eating um, I had gotten into juicing a lot so my calories were really low and my activity was so so high and what ended up happening is I got injured I think I was five to six months into my journey. I had maybe lost 40 pounds or so and I got injured. I had an overuse injury um, on my knee and when I went to the doctor, he was like, you cannot run. You cannot get on the treadmill. You cannot get on the elliptical. You cannot even get on the bike. Like you have to fully rest this knee. And he said the only option that I had was to start swimming. So y'all, guess what your girl did? I, start, I started swimming. I sure did. I sure did. Me and all of my melanated black girl magic started swimming. Not that I had not swam or I don't know how to swim, but the reason that I say my melanated black girl magic is because at the time I was working in the corporate world and I was also in school full time. And so the only time I had to work out was really in the morning before work. So what I would do is I would have to get to the gym by 5 a.m., right? Put my swim cap and all that stuff on, which if, if you're a swimmer, you know the swim cap is you know to help you propel through the water it has nothing to do with keeping your hair actually dry so with all that being said y'all know the drill black girl got to get her hair done before she <laughs> before she goes into work so the point is it was it was a lot right it took a lot of effort because it wasn't about me just showing up to the gym anymore like how I used to it was like I got to get up even earlier with all the stuff I already have going on to go and swim because this is the only thing that I can do now I don't remember how long I was out maybe like six weeks or something like that where I had to just consistently only swim um, but I didn't lose any progress during that point so I continued to work towards my goal but it just took a lot okay um, and after I got over the injury, obviously I got back into my running and everything like that. And I just found that I was like achy all the time, like always achy, always sore. Like my body just never felt fully recovered. Um, I was very, very fatigued because again, I'm working full time, going to school full time and now waking up at like, 
you know, I don't even know what time, maybe 4 a.m. or something so I can get to the gym so I can do everything I need to do back then. I had to get to work at like 7.30 a.m. or something. So I'm doing all of these things, right? I'm not sleeping well. And I don't even fully realize these things because I'm making excuses for them. I'm saying, oh, well, like I'm so busy and I'm so, you know, there's so much going on. And oh, well, I'm working out hard. That's why I'm sore. And this is like a good thing, right? So I'm convincing myself of all of this. But in the midst of it, I was really tired. Like, (laughs) you know, I was really, really, really tired. And What happened is I pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed myself and I got to that 100 pound goal. I had done it through almost pure will and grit, like hardcore pushing through it. You guys heard the story. And finally I'm there and I know I made like a post about it or something I had to have made a post about it I'll have to scroll back and see but y'all I got there I looked in the mirror and I was like I hate this like I do not like how this looks and on top of that like I'm hungry (laughs) listen I was like hungry I didn't like how it looked so what happened is I when I got to that 70 pound mark I told you guys I took time off because I actually felt like oh like this is okay right but then I started getting in my own head about can I do more though but can I get to a hundred pounds lost though or I need to start seeing this this particular uh number right like when you're looking at the BMI chart especially which I hope you guys are not solely relying on that because it can be complete crap um especially when you're somebody who has muscle um on your body but I started looking at that and I'm like I want to get more in the lower range of like my weight so anyway I pushed myself to this hundred pounds and then hated the way that it looked Well, what happened? What happened is that I was doing so much cardio all the time that I ended up completely running off, cardioing off all of my muscle. Remember body pump, right? So I'm doing this lifting. I'm building muscle. I'm getting stronger. And I was starting to see those muscles. But what I didn't see, because this part was such a blur is that I was actually deteriorating the muscle that I had on me. It wasn't until I looked at myself on the day that I hit 100 pounds loss that I said, oh my God, look at my legs. Like what happened to my thighs? What happened to my, you know, if you guys been following me for a long time, you know, I'll be like quadzilla, right? Quadzilla about the thighs. But they were gone. Like I definitely had the thigh gap. (laughs) I had a thigh gap and no thigh muscle okay I was just like what is going on so what happened is I ended up looking sick really I looked sick and the truth is I was sick because I had just completely run my body through just crap not eating enough first of all not eating nearly enough and working out way too hard a lot of people would have folded and rightfully so because it I was putting my body through it through it um 
So the point of me, you know, telling you guys this and bringing this to the podcast is because I could have done this in a better way. But I was so focused on the scale that I literally didn't see myself. I'm going to say that again. I could have done this a better way. But I was so focused on the scale that I literally did not see myself. I was letting the number tell me how to feel, how to act, um, you know, whether or not to be happy, whether or not to be sad. Like the, the scale was dictating everything. And what I should have done is at that 70 pound mark, I did the right thing. I paused, I said, okay, but something made me keep going. And knowing what I know now about things like metabolic adaptation and all of this, I know exactly what happened from a scientific standpoint. But what happened in my mind is I had gotten to this point, I felt good, then I wanted to chase this number. And in order to chase this number, I started like trying to eat what I was normally eating and that wasn't working. So I had to do more, right? I had to do more exercise. I had to eat less food. So I was pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. And I did it. I got to 100 pounds loss and hated how it looked. All of that effort for nothing. All I could do was scroll back and look at pictures from when I hit the 70 pound mark is the crazy thing. And I was like, I felt better there. I looked better there, right? So what should you do? Like if you're on this weight loss journey, what what should you be doing? Well, you should evaluate your goal from more than just the scale. Okay, that's that's like step one is the scale cannot be the only thing. You need to be doing things like taking measurements, taking pictures, and before all of that even, you need to be visualizing yourself at your goal, whatever that goal is. And when you visualize yourself, you should also write down what that looks like and what that feels like, okay? So if I were to do this now at my 100 pound overweight self, then I would say something like, I want to be fit and strong. I want to feel like I have energy. I want to be happy, right? I want to be joyful. I want to enjoy my food. I want to enjoy life. I want to enjoy spending time with people. I want to be able to go out to eat without you know, overthinking it. I want to be able to visit my family or or just be in social settings without overthinking it. I want to be happy with my body. I want to be happy with what I see in the mirror. I want to be not controlled by um, the scale, by a machine that tells me how much everything that is within me weighs, which is just a number. Um, I want to be healthy. I don't want to be at risk for all these health issues. At the time I was pre-diabetic, I had also developed acanthosis nigricans. So there are just a lot of, a lot of things that I would say that would make me, that I would have, that I would say now differently that are the actual ultimate goal that I had versus back then I was just like I want to lose 100 pounds right and and so since that was my only goal 
I did it by any means necessary and I, I sacrificed myself, my body, my mental health, my even my friendships and relationships I had to suffer because I was always working out. <laughs> You know, and that took precedence over everything and I could never go out to eat because I didn't know how to go out to eat I didn't know how to eat out and so I was so scared that I just only did things with myself. So anyway, my point is Take some time to visualize your goal Write it down and make sure you're very clear about what that looks like and feels like okay Even if your goal is having six-pack abs, okay? You need to be sure that you are ready to sacrifice what you got to sacrifice for that um, before you just say that's my goal, right? What I don't want you to do is waste your time just chasing after this number. I don't care if you've seen yourself at that weight and you know what 125 or something looks like on you, for example. You don't know what the weight is going to look like when you incorporate things like weightlifting, for example. So, you know, another mistake that I made within that is that I didn't understand that the muscle was, you know, that the muscle weighed something. The muscle that I was building weighed something, but I was still losing body fat. So, although, you know, I may have been at 160 or you know whatever and maybe my goal was to get to 140 or 130 it may have I may have looked better and felt better and slept better and been overall more healthy at the heavier weight and looked better in it but because I just wanted to chase the scale I sacrificed my health I sacrificed my mental health right all just to get to this silly number on the scale so if this is you, you're in the middle of your weight loss journey or you're just starting out or you're even thinking about it, I encourage you to get super clear about what the end goal actually looks like for you. And not just aesthetically, but what does it look like in your day-to-day -day life? Are you happy at this goal? Because I, I think a lot of people just automatically assume that seeing a number on the scale is going to create happiness and it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's especially not when you hungry girl <laughs> you know it's very hard to just be happy when you are starving and you're sitting here overworking your body so I hope that this this message just helps you guys to make some sustainable changes small things a little bit at a time season your food don't be afraid of seasoning please <laughs> season your food enjoy your food and if you take that really tight constraint that you have of, I got to do this in a year or I got to do this in this amount of time, take that off and that is going to help you to just really, really ease your way into your goal. So I hope that this helpful, I hope that this is helpful for you guys. And if you have ever done this, if you've ever been in this type of situation, if you're currently going through this, please let me know. Reach out to me on Instagram at Cookie Miller. Follow us at Worth the Weight Podcast on Instagram as well. We definitely want to hear from you. And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Yeah.